You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Moto Ice Wrap, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bills Pipes, and W Wheels. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got Mike Visor. Mike, how's it going? It's going okay. Um, Alabama did me dirty this weekend, but uh, things are things are looking up, that's for sure. No doubt, my friend. Uh, not only uh, was I able to uh, go over to verbmoto.com today to uh, to make a, a donation that we'll get into a little bit uh, later, but I also fished through a few boxes in my basement. I found you one of my old hockey helmets, and uh, I'm going to have to UPS that thing uh, down to you uh, for the next round coming up. Definitely, yeah. It was uh, it was quite a quite a free thing that happened. Uh, definitely something I wasn't wasn't expecting. I'm not sure if it's really been something that happened in any uh, past arena cross races or anything like that. But uh, definitely a one in a million type of thing, and uh, I'm glad I got off with uh, you know what I did. It could have been worse, that's for sure. No joke. So, uh, what exactly? Uh, like, obviously, this is this is a rock that hit you um, from from an angle you you weren't looking, or like, obviously, as a photographer, you've got your head on a swivel, but you're looking more for uh, cool shots to grab rather than uh, projectiles flying towards your head. So, um, it takes us through a little bit of uh, the ins and outs uh, of how you ended up face down on the uh, on the Alabama floor. Basically, yeah, the last thing I really remember was uh, I had plugged in my phone um, into like a little external battery pack. Um, then I know I went back to shooting. And from what people said, I, I just looked down at my camera, uh, I guess, to like take a look at a picture, check out something. And uh, then I got hit and it looked, looked kind of like I got shot. I guess I just pretty much dropped and I was out for I don't know, a little bit under a minute. And I uh, woke up, there was a little bit of blood coming out of the head and wasn't wasn't too sure what was going on. No doubt. Uh, not to bring uh, uh, comedy into this whatsoever, but I got to think that anyone who saw it happen must have been, uh, it must have looked a, a little bit funny to see a guy looking down at his camera all of a sudden just like take a digger after uh, taking a nasty rock to the head. Yeah, no, I'm sure it definitely wasn't uh, what anybody expected to see uh, during the day, <laughs> but um, like it could have been worse. Yeah, I could have been looking up. It could have hit me, in, you know, in the eye. And I'm a uh, as a photographer, I really need those. No so I'm glad that uh, it didn't hit me in the eye. Uh, but like I said, I mean, when I was on my way down, I uh, clipped my face. I guess on I think it was like the back of the seat or something, and uh, ended up knocking out the rest of the one tooth over there and cracked another one and ended up using my cameras i guess as a little safety pad on the way down and uh, ended up breaking the uh, main main camera i use as well as uh, doing a little bit of damage to my uh my backup player secondary body pretty much 
Okay, so as uh, so for a photographer, his cameras are his play. Is, is, that's how you make your bucks. That's how you do your work. So if the cameras are down, then uh, Mike Visor himself, other than the spoken word and the written word, uh, for all intents and purposes, you yourself are down as well. Uh, what can we do to uh, to come to the aid of uh, of you, my friend? You're a member of the motocross community. We hate to see a member of our, our friends uh, go down in any type of way as far as uh, um, either bikes breaking or injuries or what have you. You seem to have not only a bump on the head, a missing tooth, but a couple of cameras that aren't working so hot. So uh, we as a motocross community, how can we help you out? Uh, luckily for me, I, uh, I'm part of a great community, like you said. And uh, Verb Moto, the guys over there, Eric Shirk, he went ahead and uh, set up a GoFundMe account to uh, go ahead and, I guess, help out my situation. Did that and surprised me with that this morning. Um, definitely, uh, something I never really expected, you know, to, to see the out, you know, outpouring of support from the community, not only just, you know, in donation, but even just in the kind words, you know, the positive support is uh, something that I'm going to be able to use and carry on. It definitely, uh, it brought a smile to my face today when I uh, didn't really want a smile, that's for sure. But, uh, I'm happy and uh, I can't wait to get back, you know, behind the lens and, uh, get back to work. But as you said, you know, if anybody wants to help out, um, check out birdmoto.com. There's a link to the uh, GoFundMe on there, as well as uh, my Instagram page at photo, as well as um, at birdmoto has it posted. I know Moto Playground shared it. Um, so many people shared it, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate each one of those people doing that for me. No joke. It's, uh, it's Honestly, it's it's a, a great opportunity for uh, the this great community to really uh, flex his muscles and, and show that we uh, we do have uh, warm hearts and the ability to uh, come to the aid of uh, of a fallen community member. And uh, right now we're up to uh, eighteen hundred seventy five dollars on the GoFundMe page, and uh, the goal is five thousand. Uh, and uh, and we'd absolutely like to see it get there, and if not more. And uh, just so just so everyone knows, uh, clue them in as to uh, where that five thousand dollars is going to go, so uh, so they know uh, exactly. Uh, not only are they helping you out, but uh, what what it's going to help, what it's going to pay for. Oh yeah, no, definitely. The first thing it's going to go towards is uh, the replacement of the camera that I, uh, my main camera, the one that's my my money maker. I guess you could call it my race bike. Um, that camera retails, I think right now, right around a little over 2000 just for the body. Um, and that doesn't include any of the other stuff, you know, any other accessories, stuff like I broke on there, the battery grips, like 300, I snapped that off pretty clean. Um, and then, as I said, I have the other camera that's broken as well. Now that one's about, I think I retail somewhere around like 18 on that, but it's, it's an expensive thing. And every cent, you know, that, that comes in through the GoFundMe is going to go straight straight into the, you know, replacement of the equipment so I can get back out there. And I tell you, when I do get back out there, I'm going to, I guess, repay the community just by uh, giving it my all and, and bettering myself and my work. And just, it'll be good. In the end, I think this is a good thing and um, just got to stay positive and I guess show show how to come through it. Right on, man. Well, uh, we hope that uh, you, you get every cent that you're looking for to uh, to replace those cameras and get back behind the lens and uh, and ultimately uh, get back to doing what you do best, which is capturing unbelievable footage, unbelievable um, 
photos that um, because this sport is so beautiful and those who are able to capture it in the positive light in a really cool way uh, are few and far between Uh, there there are a lot of photographers out there but there are a few great motocross photographers and uh, you're a valuable asset and uh, we hope that uh, you can continue doing what you do and always come back on the Big MX radio podcast show to talk about arena cross supercross motocross and just about everything else in between yeah, definitely. I, I know that uh, my career has just begun uh, with this because it's something that I'm going to I'm gonna see through to the end. Um, I found something that I love and something I feel like I was really meant to do and meant to be a part of. And uh, I'm excited, you know, excited for the future. Maybe, you know, shoot shoot across the uh, across the waters, obviously go up north as we talked about last weekend. Yeah. And uh, just, just continue to grow with it. And um, things are just, uh, they're, they're going to keep growing. And... Um, Obviously, you know, coming on the show with you has been, it's been great. It's a whole nother type of uh, realm to kind of learn and grow with. And it's great just to show or not only show, sorry, but share, um, you know, the experiences that I get to go to, especially with arena cross. This uh, series has been unbelievable. This, this 2016 year is, is something to remember for sure. No kidding, and uh, like oh, the things that popped into my mind just now, I think we have to set up for a goal for ourselves today. That uh, obviously this week, this year, I believe the motocross nation is, is at Glen Helen, correct? Yes. Yep. But the year after that, it'll most likely be in some far off land. Brad Gebhardt and Mike Pfizer will assault the MX Nations of 2017. Definitely. We will be there, and uh, we'll leave our mark on that one for sure. I can't wait to get a Canadian flag to wear as a cape. You <laughs> yourself will be wearing the Stars and Stripes, and, uh, and we'll bring it. To, we'll bring down the house, my friend. Oh, it'll be a good time, and uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll capture the memories. You on the you on the voice, and me with the images. We'll uh, we'll make it one to remember. That's a deadly combination right there. <laughs> I like it. Hey, this is Jake Weimer with Team Tedder Racing, and you're listening to Big MX Radio. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well... You better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. X-Racing Man. But more than Fox, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Ooh, that tastes what a delicious treat. Cereal Bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. 
When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Lighter than hair and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up wusa.com. That's D-U-B. YAUSA.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. 
Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Right on. Well, uh, uh, <clears throat> enough, John, about uh, about what we're going to do in the, in the world of motocross and make it a better place. Let's talk about uh, the events that have happened even just this weekend, uh, especially in the arena cross uh, realm. Of course, uh, you were down for the count because you were fighting like Mike, but uh, Jacob Hayes, he put his Kawasaki on the top step of the podium, both motos, uh, which is, is no small feat with uh, what have you, with uh, qualifying uh, through the heat races and also... Uh, um, the inversion that's impo- that's possible to, to happen. So, seem, seemingly, if he was able to win both motos, he's most likely able to start on the front row both races, come away with a, uh, a double moto victory, get himself in the top step of the podium. But there's a whole lot more to talk about, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. He um, he is on a roll right now, and this is very uh, telling kind of uh, – it reminded me a lot of last year. Um, he got on a roll early and, uh, you know, really put it to the rest of the field, you know, winning multiple races in a row. And he looks really strong, you know, right now. That's for sure. The entire uh, Team Babbitt's uh, Monster Energy team looks looks strong. Um, however, like the, for for the first time, you know, we had um, three different three different bike brands up on the podium. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, and that was uh, I like to see that personally. You know, get a little bit of flavor up there. And uh, we had uh, in second place this week, uh, Jay Owen on the uh, Ty Lube Tough Racing Honda. Yes. Uh, definitely put in a great ride. He's just, he's been continuing to uh, improve every week, just getting used to arena cross, I think, and uh, finally finding his uh, footing there, as well as uh, Kyle Regal's replacement, um, you know, filling in right now for the injured Kyle Regal. Kyle's going to be coming back here real soon. So I feel like the, uh, the uh, Rockstar Husqvarna team is finding its, you know, finding its momentum now uh, with Austin coming off of the third place finish um, last week there in Alabama. No doubt. Like, just to, to, to take a moment to uh, pay some homage to the fact that uh, Austin Stroop, a guy who, for all intents and purposes, out of motocross altogether, is working a construction gig, uh, comes back, he's riding a two-stroke, doesn't own a bike, riding a different bike every weekend. One weekend he's on a uh, uh, Yamaha, one uh, weekend he's on a Kawasaki, he's winning lights uh, main events, and uh, jumps on the Husqvarna win, uh, a testament to not only uh, how versatile that bike is, is that he can basically jump on Kyle Regal's setup, uh, throw some numbers on there, and uh, hits himself a podium. No small feat, and uh, just gl- glad to see a kid like that get an opportunity and uh, and really um, ascend back up, up to the top, because Jace Owen, uh, Jacob Hayes, those guys are serious dudes. They're like... We've seen Owen um, 
racing the the top. Uh, he's been a top ten guy in East Coast Supercross races. He's seen some. He's had some serious speed over the years, and that Tyloo bike is no joke. And uh, the Babbitts team has been absolutely dominant this year. And uh, and those guys have uh, were almost I wouldn't say no match, but uh, he they were bettered by uh, by Austin, a guy who uh, let's be honest probably doesn't have the uh, um, the, the training program that these guys have been on, or at least like he's now maybe he's training now, but he wasn't six, seven, eight weeks ago. Um, so it, that's pretty cool, and and to see that, and he's got some serious speed, and the kid's got skills. So uh, glad to see that kid. Can't can't wait to have him on the podcast sometime soon. Yeah, definitely. No, he um, he's actually down here training at SOB where I'm at. Um, so I'm hoping to uh, I rented a, a replacement camera. Uh, so that should be here, I think, tomorrow. Uh, so I'm hoping to get some shooting in with Austin and a couple of the other guys down here. Um, you know, a couple of the girls are down here, too. They have uh, a couple of the WMX girls down here, Shelby Rowland. So definitely a lot of talent to uh, to work with down here that, you know, Austin gets to ride with every day. Um, that's definitely a big help. Um, you know, he's he's focused, and that's, that's the best thing to see. And I can tell you one incident. Um, we got to our hotel late. Um, you know, we all got in pretty late into Alabama and it was around 940 and he and Kyle Bitterman uh they actually they came downstairs and they're like hey we're gonna we're gonna go spinning and I, I wasn't sure what it you know it didn't click because it was 940 at night but the two of them actually went up to the gym and you know hopped on the cycle before bed you know before before Saturday and wow. uh I think that's just a testament to how focused he is to you know, not just want to go to bed after an entire day. He drove by himself to Alabama. Um, so, I, you know, if you're driving an entire day by yourself in a van and you still want to go cycling, it, it says a lot. And uh, third place finish definitely backs that up. No kidding, that's incredible to see. Like the like. Uh... For me, seeing Austin Stroop back, like you, you expect him to have some flashes of brilliance because you know he at one point rode for the for PC team as well as I think he had a star and valley ride. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, you'd expect him to be off the pace. You'd expect him to to maybe not be able to put uh, a podium style performance together. But a four three ended up him with the bottom step of the podium and. Uh, Really exciting to see him back, uh, and like you said, this kid is dedicated. He's putting in the work, and uh, down at uh, at south of the border, uh, doing some work and, and putting the motos in. And uh, I'm I'm glad to see it. It's 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 a good thing for motocross to see these kids come back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't get many chances in this sport, and I think that he uh, he realizes that too, and he's not going to um, take take this chance lightly. Junior Jackson over at FMC, you know, definitely helped him out and uh he picked a good guy you know to come in and and fill in for kyle you know while he was out for this you know next round or two and uh like the decision was made to go ahead and keep austin on the team and i think that's a great move Um, we'll have four really talented guys now piloting the uh, huskies every week we'll have jared steinke kyle regal once he's back um austin stroop and kyle bitterman so it'll be a great team a great squad um, I think you're going to start really seeing, you know, that more mix up on the top three steps of the podium, you know, not only from, uh, you'll see the Babbitts guys, I'm sure they're going to be there all year, uh, but you're going to see the Tyler tough guys coming up there, Jason and Ben LeMay. And you're also going to see the uh, rockstar team really start to make moves um, up to that podium. And even the Stank Dog himself, a guy who's uh, right now battling a broken leg, second place in heat number two, meaning that uh, he finished that uh, that heat race one step ahead of the the event winner, Jacob Hayes, showing that he himself has the speed and uh, has the ability 
to uh, to very well be out front, and uh, wouldn't be surprised if uh, once uh, he's uh, basically cleared with a full bill of health and not fighting against uh, any symptoms of that broken leg, that he himself will find himself in the mix on that podium. Make it uh, maybe make it a, a white sweep rather than the green that we've been seeing in the uh, in the in the first rounds. I agree. I agree. And I think that's something that, you know, is, is good for the sport overall. The fans want to see it. Um, it just makes it more exciting. And uh, things are things are changing. Obviously, like you said, you know, there's a lot of things that have came up. Uh, Stank, you know, he's coming back from the broken leg. I think he's uh, pretty much almost 100%. And Tampa last year was a great round. Um, great track, uh, great, great arena, great crowd. Um, I'm looking forward to it for sure. That's right on, man. So uh, let's talk about a little, a couple of the other things that have surrounded the Arena Cross Series and the fact that uh, we've had uh, some of these kids coming through the uh, the RC Road to Supercross. We've had uh, uh, Sean Cantrell as well as uh, who was one of the other riders that uh, was slated to be in there this this last weekend. Uh, I think one of the right one of the, the regulars might have given him uh, a, a bit of a taste of his mind. Uh, Chase Sexton as well as. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Forkner. Forkner was a- even able to uh, to take himself uh, a victory in the in the big bike class. Uh, these kids are mixing it up with the pros, gaining some valuable experience, and uh, and ultimately making it more exciting out there uh, every single weekend. Yeah, definitely. No, there's a couple other kids. You know, uh, Justin Cooper. He just wrapped up getting his uh, road to Supercross points, so you'll be seeing him move over to uh, Supercross. So there's going to be a lot of kids that you know come in and shift out. Um, like you said, we recently just saw Sean Cantrell. He made an absolutely incredible statement there, winning the lights main in a great battle with Daniel Hairline to the last lap. It was uh, definitely something to see. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the next couple rounds. Uh, Ramey Alves is uh, finding finding his speed, finally, that's for sure. He struggled a little bit at first, but uh, he's an incredible rider, especially outdoors, and he's, he's really getting to be uh, a lot more comfortable indoors. I, I look to see him get those points too uh, real soon and get out um, get out into Supercross. Couldn't agree more. And uh, you know what I would actually really like to see, and uh, I understand if, if it's not possible, but in a perfect world, I would like to see Arena Cross kick its doors open November 1st or very close to uh, get those kids that want to race West Coast 250 uh, Supercross into those main events, into those those uh, events so that you can kind of showcase those riders and get them ready uh, for Supercross. And then uh, during the West rounds, have some of the kids that want to turn pro out east uh turning um doing their road to, to supercross events um during the the west portion of the supercross series and they, they do some uh some arena crosses at that time i think that would offer give them more of an opportunity to these guys to uh kind of cut their teeth in arena cross and then immediately put their uh their skills to work and um starting in november would be something that i think would kind of um just be a little bit more appetizing to some of the bigger names or uh, or some of the smaller names from Supercross come into Arena Cross and uh, and mix it up. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's I think the uh, Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross is going to be something that's going to be a continuation. Um, it's going to continue to grow and grow and change and and kind of adapt um, over the next couple of years to really fit the uh, the series because um, you still have a lot of the uh, amateur nationals that. Uh, come up towards that that time of the year as well kind of minios different things like that or that are kind of wrapping up around the same time um so it's going to be something that they're going to have to look at um they're definitely going to keep making little changes to uh tailor it a little bit better to the sport and give give as many kids the the chance to uh get those points and get on to, to supercross 
No doubt. So another thing that uh, I've noticed or definitely been turning heads uh, as of late uh, have been those uh, the, the the Amsoil Dominator uh, Super Mini class that uh, has seen its own set of uh, fireworks in some uh, some tough racing as well as a few big get-offs. One of them that you were able to uh, to capture as it was happening uh, moments, but like it was probably the last moment before that young man's uh, wrist got completely mangled. Tell us a little bit about the shot that you were able to uh, uh, to, to to capture. Yeah, definitely. The uh, Amsoil Dominator Super Mini class is something that um, I hope continues to grow. There's been uh, some pretty talented kids coming up through there. Uh, Jack Rogers has definitely made made a statement this year. I think he won every main he was in, um, pretty much. And then I, I you got the custom power sports team uh, with Carson Forkham and uh, Brock Wagner and a couple other kids there. Uh, Carson's actually the guy who came up just a tad short on the catapult and uh, managed to capture that. And I uh, hope he... Uh, Hope he gets well soon. Uh, definitely one of the gnarlier pictures I've caught. Um, actually, the the wrist was just completely mangled. You can see it. The picture it was pretty pretty gruesome. But, yeah. uh, definitely, you got to hold the shot. I mean, it's tough. And uh, I got I have a picture that I'm going to be posting tomorrow. That it's pretty impressive. It's uh it's a pretty good good crash picture for a Wednesday. So you know me, I always come through with those. <laughs> No kidding. Always Johnny on the spot getting these uh, getting these great shots for us, always. Uh, what are some of the, your most memorable photos or like kind of like the most like uh, happen to be in the right spot at the right time moments as far as your photography career goes? Um, I would say probably my number one would just be uh, the one from the past summer where Jeremy Martin won the uh, outdoor title. Yes. Uh, that was definitely something to uh, – something to remember, something to capture. And it was, it was perfect. Um, that was a picture that I will always remember. So, um, uh, I would say that would be my number one, either that, or there's been a couple of pictures, you know, you're, you just really captured just true happiness. You know, someone that's purely, purely happy after a win, something like that. I mean, there's, there's been some times, you know, minios, there was a couple of really great podiums, um, all kinds of different things. You know, I love, I love getting to capture that too. No kidding. So, uh, what what's to come for uh, for Mike Fies? Are you going to rent a camera tomorrow? Are you going to do some shooting with the uh, the great Austin Stroop? Then you're going to give him my phone number so that he and I can chat. Um, and then uh, going forward from there, more arena cross, uh, more interaction with uh, with the fans of your uh, your riding style writing style on uh, Verb Moto. But what what comes after that? Where do you take the uh, Mike Visor to new heights? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I'd say, I mean, they're going to be uh, going up north uh, to do some Canadian nationals right. after Arena Cross um, wraps up here. I'm going to be doing all the rounds, though, throughout the rest of the season. Um, like you said, I'll be renting a camera for the rest of this week to cover me through Tampa, and then I have a week off um, to you know try and get a uh, new camera figured out. Uh, so that'll be good. That couldn't have came at a better time. So that's 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 my plans for now. Just uh, looking for something solid coming up through the nationals. You know, some outdoors, and uh, definitely going to cover some amateur amateur nationals. Obviously, I like to give the attention to to the WMX series. Um, you know, going to be hitting up a lot of their different events. Um, they deserve the coverage too. So I mean, it's something where I like to give the coverage to everybody. Uh, same thing with the Arena Cross. That's why I really like to be a part of it because it. Uh, you know, it might not be on Fox Sports One live but the kids aren't, you know, working any less hard, you know, to make it there. So 
Couldn't agree more. There is no easy way to uh, to go fast on a motorcycle, and anyone who's willing or is doing so, putting in the work, definitely uh, has earned themselves so, some exposure. And uh, us two at Big MX Radio look to uh, to try and give that opportunity to amateur racers, professional racers, everyone from uh, a Supercross uh, lights podium like Colt Nichols to uh, we've had s- s- some amateur uh, female racers as well. So uh, the full gamut, and glad to see that you. Uh, share uh, share that view as well. In fact, uh, I know the ladies that you're uh, currently uh, staying with over at, uh, at South of the Border wouldn't mind uh, getting them on the show as well, getting that perspective because everybody knows that uh, women in this sport, um, they're who actually allow us to do it in the first place. So um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, uh, yeah. I know Shelby would be uh, someone great to have on your show. Nice. Um, I'm sure she'd be definitely willing to set that up. I'll definitely get you guys into contact. Perfect. Right on, uh, Mike. So uh, again, for those who don't already know, how do uh, how do fans of my show or fans of yourself go on to uh, basically uh, help you out with the GoFundMe page, or uh, or like where they can they, where can they find more information on uh, on the situation with uh, with you getting clocked in the head with a six ton boulder at the uh, the last arena cross? I would say the best place to go would just be uh, verboto.com. Uh, they have the full story over there as well as uh, there's a link off my Instagram and uh, Verb's Instagram and Moto Playground. Like I said, so many people have shared it. Um, you can also just look under the hashtag uh, fight like Mike. So there's a, there's a few different ways you can check it out. Um, but like I said, I mean, any support, you know, even if you can't make a donation, just the positive vibes that uh, a lot of people are sending my way are, are much appreciated. Well, I'm sending a I'm sending you a cool Arctic blast from Manitoba. Does that help? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right on. Yeah, well, definitely. No, I'm 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 looking forward to uh, also going up north there. That'll be that's something I might to do list. Oh, buddy, we're we're gonna hit up some Canadian nationals. That's how we're gonna prepare for the donations. We're gonna like tear the Canadian nationals a new asshole like three or four times, and that way we'll know exactly how to uh, do it in a completely different country where no one knows what we're saying. Definitely, I'm ready. <laughs> Bring your boxing gloves and get ready to fight like Mike, my friend. I'm I'm there. That's for sure. I'll be there all the rounds. <laughs> Solid, buddy. Well, uh, uh, we always appreciate you coming on the show, talking a little bit of Arena Cross. And uh, I think, like we said, we're going to make this a weekly thing to continue doing it. And uh, I think it's good uh, not only for, for you and I to, to talk moto, but uh, give those guys over at Arena Cross some, some more exposure as well as one of the things that you're doing over on your social media, which is, of course, Mike Visor Photo on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yep, it's uh, that's my tag on pretty much everything, even on Mad Skills Motocross. You can uh, bring the heat if you want to try and battle me on there. Boom! Oh, I'm gonna practice up, and we're gonna go tooth and nail. My <laughs> so there you go. That's where you can find me. But I definitely appreciate you guys having me on, and I'll be able to uh, give you guys a much better rundown of the events uh, next week. I'll make sure to uh, stay awake the whole time. No doubt, and uh, I'll make sure to uh, brush up on uh, on my uh, motocross video game knowledge because I feel like at some point in the near future, the two of us need to literally just sit down for an hour and talk about Tricky Ricky Stern, Vicky, uh, or is it, uh, yeah, Tricky Ricky Stern, Nigel the Duke York, and all the other characters of motocross video games gone by. Oh yeah, definitely, that's something that's uh, on the uh, near road for us. Right on, my friend. Well, from one 1988 to another, you have yourself a great evening. And uh, don't hang up just yet, but but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there.
All right. Sounds great. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.